Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. We've got a mixed trade in the grain markets here on Tuesday. It is 5.55 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. May corn futures down five and three quarters at 7.42 and three quarters. December corn down one and three quarters at 6.62 and three quarters last trade. May soybeans up three and a half at 6.67 and three quarters. November beans up one and a quarter at 14.70. May Chicago wheat down 13 and a half at 10.43 and a half. May Kansas City wheat down 12 and a half at 10.58. May spring wheat is down 13 and a half at 10.66. If you guys are listening on the podcast, leave me a rating or review. I could use some more reviews on that Apple app in particular. If you're watching on YouTube, guys, subscribe to the channel. We're up to 4,500 subscribers. I'd love to get to 5,000. I think we can do it. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. I've got a a subscription service, and uh, it includes a ton of information direct from me. This is geared toward farmers and people involved in agriculture. Uh, it includes my morning emails, grain marketing recommendations, weather info. I do a new subscriber-only video every single day, and those are sent out via text message and also via email the next day. I did a video yesterday, uh, ran through a whole bunch of charts, everything from energies to grains, interest rates, precious metals, cryptocurrency. I like to do this sort of just big picture overview stuff from time to time. I can't talk about grain marketing every single day. So I like to kind of go off topic and talk about different things from time to time. Uh, today, I'm going to do a video regarding new crop corn and soybean option strategies. So if you are a farmer, you're interested in uh, some risk management type ideas, I'm going to do that today. Uh, so sign up here this morning and I will send you out that video later today. Remember this subscription deal, guys, it's $49.99 a month. There's no other fee. There's no other obligation. You can cancel it at any time. Nobody's going to try to sell you anything else. Let's get into the news here today. Negotiators from Ukraine and Russia meet in Turkey. Uh, Reuters reports that this meeting began with what they call a cold welcome. No handshakes, uh, no pleasantries here. This is uh, uh, down to business. Ukraine and the West are not optimistic ahead of the meetings, although I suppose that the continued talks are seen as being a positive. These are the first face-to-face -face talks in nearly three weeks. Uh, Ukraine is seeking a ceasefire, but is not interested in compromising territory or sovereignty. More than 3.8 million people have fled Ukraine. Uh, debate regarding farming activity, um, winter wheat harvest, corn planting, all of those things, uh, that, that sort of debate continues what actually will happen. I think there's a little bit less optimism here as time goes on. Um, a lot of farmers just aren't there. Uh, there's a uh, lack of seed. There's lack of fuel. A uh, lot of lot of issues surrounding all of this, and it remains an uncertainty to some degree. We know that winter wheat output will be less. We know that corn acreage will be probably substantially less. What are the exact numbers? We don't really know at this point, but uh, absolutely a concern and a continued concern uh, in regard to our grain markets. Traders expect U.S. corn acreage to decline versus next year. A poll of analysts conducted by Reuters uh, pegged prospective U.S. corn plantings at 92 million acres on average, which would be down from 93.4 last year. U.S. soybean acreage expected to come in near 88.7, which would be up from 87.2 last year. All wheat acres, uh, 47.8 expected, which would be up from 46.7 last year. Spring wheat acreage expected uh, to increase to 11.8 from 11.4 last year. So this is a big report. 
report on Thursday. This is typically one of the biggest uh, USDA reports of the year. We'll also have quarterly grain stocks data uh, released simultaneously. Uh, I would guarantee you that there's, well, not a guarantee, but there's going to be some sort of surprise in here. Some of these numbers are going to be wrong, and I would imagine that one or two of them will be wrong. Uh, these pre-report estimates will be wrong by a very wide margin. Uh, that, that would be my expectation ahead of the report. I mean, these reports in any given year are extremely difficult uh, to navigate and figure out and estimate. Uh, but this year, with this fertilizer situation, the fact that so many crops make money, it's just it's it's very, very difficult to analyze this thing ahead of the numbers. So be prepared for some surprises on Thursday. We've got rains headed for the Corn Belt this week. Uh, we'll see kind of a snow rain mix move across the northern plains very quickly. It's not going to add up to much uh, beginning today and tomorrow. And then uh, by later today or tomorrow, you see rains hit Minnesota, Iowa, Missouri, Nebraska, eastern Kansas, eastern Oklahoma, and then into the Corn Belt by Wednesday, Thursday, into Illinois or central Corn Belt, into Illinois, uh, Indiana, places like that. Most of these areas, you'll see like an inch. There's a band here that goes through parts of Illinois that might see a little bit more than that. And then some more Southern areas, we'll see a little bit more than that. So, you know, weather's going to become uh, more of a key issue here for the United States as we get closer to, to um, corn planting and then winter wheat harvest, soybean planting, uh, weather will become uh, more of a hot topic. And you've still got really dry conditions across a lot of the plains and the Western Corn Belt to some extent, although some of these recent rains have certainly alleviated that issue in, in some areas to some extent. Uh, U.S. corn, soybean, and wheat shipments improved last week. Corn shipments 1.6 million, up from 1.5 the previous week. Accumulated corn shipments still down 15% versus the same period last year. Soybean, soybean shipments were up to 629 from 553 the prior week. Accumulated soybean shipments are down 20% versus the same period last year. Wheat shipments a little bit better than last week as well. Accumulated wheat shipments down 17% uh, versus the same period last year for the marketing year. You got to remember a lot of this uh, uh, slower pace versus last year. I mean, first, it goes back to the fact that the sales just aren't as good. And secondly, you had this um, that hurricane-related delay in September and October that shut down things at the Gulf uh, for several weeks um, at the very beginning of, of the corn and soybean marketing year. So all that is an issue, but we did see some improved uh, inspections or shipments uh, last week. The U.S. stock market has rallied sharply from its March 14th low. The S&P 500 has rallied 10%. That's a big rally. The index has now rallied more than 11% from the uh, 2022 low that was posted on February 24th. We're only about 5% from the all-time high as of yesterday's close, and that all-time high was posted on January 4th. I think a lot of people would probably argue, and maybe even myself included, that there still really just isn't a better place to put cash. I mean, you've got rising interest rates, but real interest rates are still negative due to inflation. Uh, the bond market is is falling, so I don't know if that's super attractive to anybody yet. Uh, cash is a very poor asset in an inflationary environment. Commodities have been strong, but that's not a traditional investable asset for most. Uh, in regard to real estate, you know, interest rates have risen sharply. As a matter of fact, there's rates for 30-year mortgages up to five percent now. So uh, the stock market may still be a, a good place to put money, all things considered, uh, even though I think a lot of people have questions regarding the economy. You know, will these high gas prices cause a recession? Uh, you know, that sort of thing. There's a lot of questions out there, but the stock market has acted very well. And as I said yesterday, you know, these these bull markets and stocks, uh, more often than not, kind of uh, climb a wall of worry. You know, there's always uh, a lot of fear and uncertainty and doubt, but uh, the stock market tends to perform well over time. Uh, the cattle market was marginally lower yesterday. 
Um, no cash trade, really. The feeder cattle index perking up just a little bit, 155.11 yesterday. Uh, in the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is marginally lower. The S&P is up 17. The Dow is up 140. Bonds are off. Gold's down 28 bucks. It's been under some pressure. Crude oil, just a marginal rebound here this morning, up 85 cents in the May WTI at 106.81 uh, last trade there. Everybody have a wonderful day today. I'll talk to you guys same time tomorrow.